Hey, greetings, everyone. Lieutenant Colonel Alan West here, and welcome to the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast. Well, hello, Patriots. Trebo, President, United Patriot Coin. I'm sure a lot of you have heard the story on how a $20 gold coin 100 years ago would buy a gentleman's really nice suit. And at the time we're making this video, gold sitting around $1,912 an ounce would still buy a gentleman's nice suit. But I want to take you back, maybe not that far ago, a time most of you should be able to remember the year 2000. Gold was $275 an ounce, which means if you had invested a million dollars in gold, you would be able to purchase 3,636 ounces of gold. Patriots today at roughly $1,912 an ounce, that would be worth $6.9 million today. Just another way to encourage you to be your own bank. Stay safe. Be prepared, Patriots. You know, when you look at this 2024 election cycle, there are so many people that are saying it was, you know, what is that James Carvel said? It's the economy, stupid. Everything's going to be about the economy. Not so fast, my friends, as Lee Corso on ESPN would say. I think that the real issue that is affecting people all across the United States of America, yes, inflation is hurting them, the gas prices, the food and commodity prices. But the real thing that people are recognizing now in far and distant wide communities is this issue of illegal immigration. And it does touch our economy, but it touches so many other aspects. And that's what I really want to talk to you all about is the cost of illegal immigration. Because some of the costs is tangible. Other of the costs are intangible. But still, there are things that the American people realize are affecting them, hurting them. And if there's one thing that we have to realize, I think that's so key and important. We can never put Americans second or third or fourth. They should be the ones that we always consider first and foremost. And so when I hear people say, well, you're not being compassionate. There are people coming here seeking asylum. Well, remember, asylum means that you claim asylum in the very first country that you cross into. I find it kind of hard to understand how someone leaves out of communist China, single military aged males, and they fly to Turkey and they fly from Turkey across the entire ocean down into Panama, and then they go from country to country to country, and then all of a sudden they show up here at the border of the United States of America, and they're claiming asylum. Furthermore, 
I don't think that Xi Jinping is going to let a lot of single military aged males just all of a sudden pop up and leave out of China with tens of thousands of dollars in their pocket because that's what you got to pay the transnational narco criminal terrorists known as the cartels. Or I don't see how it is that people are coming from Africa, from Russia, from countries on the terrorist watch list. And they're hopping from country to country to country and they show up here and claiming asylum. No. So I don't buy into that argument. I furthermore really think it's absurd that we have a Homeland Security Secretary that wants us to believe that the weather is so bad everywhere in the world that 8 to 10 million people have come here to the United States of America because of climate change. Uh, if you haven't paid attention, it's kind of getting cold in the Midwest. Maybe they should pick up and leave and run away from the snowstorms and go to Mexico. <laughs> Sorry, have you seen... Their immigration laws, very draconian. But yet all of a sudden we have the Mexican president, President Obrador, talking about how the United States of America needs to pay all of these tens of millions of dollars. The United States of America needs to change their policy with Cuba if we want him to help with illegal immigration. Kind of got to tell you, President Obrador, we don't need you to help. We should be able to secure our board ourselves and I don't think we want to get to the position and the point that we remember the punitive expedition that was sent south across the border after Pancho Villa came across the border and enacted a raid on a city in New Mexico, killed Americans. But Americans are dying now by far greater numbers. And that's one of the big costs. When you talk about legal immigration, when you look at over 100,000 Americans in the past three and a half years of this administration that have died due to fentanyl, a, a, a quality, a, a, a product that is produced in China, shipped down to the transnational narco-criminal terrorists, refined by them and brought across our border, that's chemical warfare. And in these past three years, three and a half years, we've lost more Americans a huge cost, hundreds of thousands, to this fentanyl crisis than what we lost in Korea and Vietnam combined. But yet no one is talking about that, bringing that up. Or if you look at this simple cost to us here in the state of Texas, and I don't recall anybody asking me about this, you know, back during the Christmas holiday season, uh, listening to uh, Ken Matthews' report, and I got this from uh, a friend, Mike Adams' show is out on the Apple podcast. There was an anonymous whistleblower, a former Marine recon sniper, because it seems that these former service members are getting hired to be on these buses that are taking illegals all across the United States of America, and, and mainly to these New York, Chicago, some of these sanctuary cities, ex-military that are being contracted to ride on these buses. The state of Texas is paying these bus companies $5,000 for every illegal foreign national. I call them illegal immigrants. There's a minimum of 50 of these illegal immigrants on every bus. $250,000 per bus load. That's what is on there. Now, we have heard that on top of that, 
at the destinations, these illegals are receiving, you know, $1,200 or above room and board. We know about the, the free cell phones and all of these other things. Think about who's paying for that. But coming back here to the state of Texas, everyone keeps talking about how this is a great, brilliant idea, aiding and abetting human trafficking. And that's basically what the governor of Texas is doing on my back, the back of the Texas taxpayers. So if it's $5,000 for every illegal immigrant and you're putting 50 on every bus, 250000 for a bus load, we have now hit 100,000 illegal immigrants that have been put on buses and sent out to these sanctuary cities. You know what that adds up to be? $500 million. $500 million have been paid to these charter bus companies. One of them, not too far away from where I'm sitting right now, and it's located over in Dallas County where I live, and that's the Wind Transportation Company. $500 million. What could we have done with $500 million? Hmm. We had a House bill in Texas, House Bill 20, that would have created a Texas Border Protection Unit. You could have repurposed the Texas State Guard to be in between those designated points of entry to secure those points in between, that area in between. $500 million could have gone a long ways to have that happen and just simply have a Border Patrol unit that, that is out there saying that, you know, the federal government's not doing their job. And so the state of Texas will do their job, and we're going to fund that. And we're going to repatriate people back across the board. You don't need to create a new law for that to happen. You do it. The Constitution of the United States of America, Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, gives you the authority to do it. Why? Because the federal government is not doing their job. And oh, by the way, when you hear people talk about, well, the federal government is supreme over the state in this issue of illegal immigration, quoting the Supremacy Clause. Well, there are three words in the Supremacy Clause, Article 6, Section 2, in pursuance thereof. The federal government is not taking actions that are in pursuance thereof to the rule of law, to our Constitution. You can nullify what they're doing. And furthermore, in Article 4, Section 7 of the Texas State Constitution, it says that the governor, who is the commander of the Texas Military Department, is supposed to repel invasions, not bus invasions. So it has cost the Texas taxpayer $500 million. And oh, by the way, there are some that are saying that the owner of wind transportation is a pretty tight buddy with the governor. So maybe this is just one of these big schemes where all of a sudden we, the Texas taxpayer, are paying money to a friend of the governor of Texas who is aiding and abetting human trafficking. You know, recently I've been seeing a lot of young Hispanic girls on street corners over there in Dallas County selling flowers with their children on them in front packs or backpacks. That's the face, that's the cost of human trafficking. Dallas, where I live, Dallas County, is one of the top consumers of sex trafficking in the United States of America. That's the cost of illegal immigration. When you hear people that are talking about, you know, the gotaways, one million, one and a half million, two million, the cost of illegal immigration is that we are allowing people into the United States of America, mainly a lot of them single military-aged males, people that we are not tracking. But that number of gotaways is a number greater than the 
active duty strength of our United States Army and the United States Marine Corps. And oh, by the way, we are not able to recruit and retain people in our own, own military. But what do you hear Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois running his mouth about? He says that maybe we should recruit illegal immigrants to be in our military to make up for the shortages that we have. <laughs> How absurd, Dick, that you want to allow people to join our military where they would have to take a note to support and defend the Constitution, the very thing that they, well, they disavowed, dismissed, didn't abide by, violated in order to be here in the United States of America. Governor Pritzker, the governor of Illinois, who is saying that he's going to hire illegal immigrants to be law enforcement officers. So you're going to make people that are here illegally give them the right to be able to arrest Americans. Let's see how that works out. But that's the cost of illegal immigration. What's the political cost of illegal immigration? Governor Shapiro in Pennsylvania, we're going to give illegal immigrants driver's licenses. And we know the motor voter law, which passed under Bill Clinton, means that they'll be able to have a picture ID, which means that they can be registered to vote. Governor Hochul, New York, we want illegals to be able to vote in our local elections. Well, if they vote in the local elections, they're going to somehow end up voting in state elections and national elections, especially if you give them some form of identification. That's the political cost. Because I thought the only people that should be voting in elections in the United States of America were American citizens. But yet you always hear the Democrat Party. You always hear Joe Biden. You always hear the progressive socialist left talking about undermining democracy. When you are allowing illegals to, to vote in our elections, that's undermining our representative democracy. That's not supporting it. And the cause? Well, you lose a sovereign constitutional republic. When you are allowing people to come into this country illegally from countries that are on a terrorist watch list, and oh, by the way, we hear about the ones that they have apprehended, but what about the ones that they don't? What about the ones that are in that number of the gotaways? When you go out to West Texas, well, you don't see a whole lot of news cameras and crews out there covering. But when you go out to the Big Bend area, Brewster County, Alpine, Marfa, those areas. The people that are coming across the border out there don't want to be detected. They don't want to be caught. You don't see family units crossing out there. But what we're doing is we're allowing the cartels to flood a certain zone, flood a certain area from Del Rio and Eagle Pass and, and maybe over to McAllen and tie up resources there. But out far west, Texas, in those rugged mountain areas, that's where the real bad guys are coming across. That's where the drugs are coming across. And we don't have the boots on the ground out there. See, that's the cost when all of a sudden you're allowing terrorist entities to come across unabated. When you're allowing cartel members to have operational control of your border. When you're allowing more drugs and even MS-13 members, and people with criminal backgrounds. I mean, Venezuela, much the same as we saw with uh, Castro in Cuba back some time ago during the Carter administration, they're just emptying out their jails. And now Xi Jinping may be sending his own little force from China into the United States of America. 
And did you hear what happened back in December over the Christmas holiday season? That now the Department of Homeland Security, the Border Patrol, they've been directed to not ask Chinese illegal immigrants as many questions as they were previously. I think they were asking them like 35 to 40 different questions. Now they're only asking them like five questions. Why? Why are they even allowed to come in? The first question I'd be asking is, where do I send you back to? But that's not the case. The cost of illegal immigration is very multifaceted. We're starting to see different type of diseases come into this country that we have really cured. Just simple things like tuberculosis. You know, by the way, no one is at the border giving out shots to people that are coming here illegally. But yet, I think that this whole COVID thing, they're trying to bring it back so we can mandate more shots. I'm sick and tired of sitting down, well, college football season is over, but now even college basketball, they're talking about how I need to go out and get my shot or get my booster. What about the people that are coming across illegally who can create a healthcare crisis once again in the United States of America? And they have done that before. Or think about the educational cost when all of a sudden Hundreds of thousands of kids are coming into our school districts who are here illegally, cannot speak a lick of English. How does that bode well for your child in a school? Oh, we just recently saw what happened in New York City, where it's kind of getting a little cold. And then all of a sudden, the night before, parents get told that their school is going to be closed because they're going to put illegals in the school. And the teachers won't be available. So now the parents have to either stay at home, miss work, or do what? The cost of educating our children is severely affected as well by illegal immigration. And you're starting to see parents, not white, but black, Hispanic, and others, that are stepping up and saying, we don't want this in our communities. Because they recognize there is a security risk. Not just what we see from the terrorist threat, but just a local criminality risk. Because why should anybody respect our laws when they have come into the country illegally? We have allowed it. We are using taxpayer funds to provide them largesse. Why should they respect our local laws? Why should they respect anything about the United States of America? The cost of illegal immigration, the tangibles and intangibles, our national security, our domestic security, our system of education, healthcare systems, even just transporting illegals all across this country, aiding and abetting human trafficking, sex trafficking, and the drug trafficking, will be a preeminent issue in the 2024 election cycle. Sadly, no one is really standing up for you, the everyday law-abiding American citizen who wants to abide by the rule of law, who really is compelled to abide by the rule of law. But those that are supposed to protect you, your elected representatives and officials, don't see it as being important for them to abide by the oath that they took to our rule of law, to our Constitution, to uphold those laws 
That's why in 2024, you have the decision to make. Is your safety and security preeminent? Is protecting your children preeminent? Is protecting the sovereignty of these great United States of America, the longest-running constitutional republic the world has ever known, important? If so, you will vote in the right way to restore the respect and regard of the rule of law and our sovereignty. You will vote to make sure that we eliminate and reduce the costs of illegal immigration. And if you do so, you will be steadfast and loyal. Before they burn it down.